All right, welcome back in another edition of the Damn Podcast. Brandon Sprague, 1080 The Fan, alongside, as always, my co-host, Angie Machado, beaverblitz.com, and she is extremely busy. And today is not going to be a lengthy podcast. Angie and I have been talking. Uh, I would like to personally apologize for last week not having a pod. Um, I had schedule conflicts come up with a potential interview that we were going to have, and then I'm trying to push that back to the following week. Um, because it's somebody that I want to get on the podcast, and I think Angie and I would have a lot of fun. So sorry for no last week. I know the consistency, it's it's frustrating. Um, but we're back, and we just wanted to give you a heads up that Thursday is going to be the big day for our Recruiting Breakdown podcast. Thursday, it is. This is a, it's crazy. I mean, we are on signing day eve right now. It's, um. I, I was talking about this earlier with somebody, Angie, about how December you get the early signing period in December, and like that's cool because you maybe your class is six or seven or eight or nine of your class are from early signing period. I think it's going to take a while for me to think of the early signing period the way that I do the final one because with the final one, I, I don't know. It's just it's bigger. Everybody's paying attention to it nationally, even people who don't pay attention to recruiting normally, and you finally get a sense. All right, the class is complete. Where are you at? Yeah, but I do I do see that December one may be starting to pick up momentum in the in the years to come. Why is that? Just because coaches want to get their guys locked in. They want to uh, get their class, you know, ideally they'd like to have that class done by December so that they can actually start working then on the the future class in uh and and just making, you know, filling the holes of the things they need to to fill. So, um but I agree. This is my second favorite day. My, I told the Lodge at Beaver Bliss, my first favorite day is actually the first day of fall camp. Yeah. So um, signing day in February is, is fun. It's exciting, um, especially with their, if there's a chance of some surprises. So, um, yeah, it's, it's never a dull moment around here on the night before signing day. Yeah, David Shaw has always been very critical of the early signing period since it got kind of introduced and talked about, and he, de- he doesn't like it. And I'm just curious, based on what you just said with other coaches, are we seeing a shift to the point where trying to hammer down an earlier signing period the way they have in December and getting as many of your class in that early, is there a possibility this swings the other way of saying, all right, February's gone, December is the deadline now? Or do you think they want to always keep two days? I think the, the two days will always be there. Um, you know, I, I respect David Shaw. That guy's a smart man, and, and he knows what he's doing. I, I do worry about that December signing period just on the, on the face value of coaching changes. I mean, that is coming on the heels of uh, the end of the season. Coaches are moving. It's before the bowl games. So um, that's why I've always liked the February one better. But I do know there are players and there are coaches that want to get that uh, class you know, hammered out as quickly as possible. Okay, so we have the big signing day. Uh, recording this, by the way, on a Tuesday. It's like 3.30 right now. We have big signing day stuff tomorrow. Uh, BeaverBlitz.com. Angie is going to be covering all of this on Twitter at BeaverBlitz, at Angie Machado 1. Uh, her and her team is going to be all over this all day tomorrow. And then uh, we'll be talking about it a lot on our station uh, here at 1080 The Fan. But uh, just kind of maybe... Uh, wet the beak a little bit. Get people, what is, maybe not names specifically, because I want to dive into that stuff once we get the final confirmation of who's in, who did they miss out on, et cetera, on Thursday's pod. But to just something that may get Beaver fan excited or something to look forward to us talking about come Thursday. 
Well, you know, the big thing right now, there's really one player that Oregon State is watching right now, and that is Andre Hunt, the wide receiver out of Lancaster, California. Um, he is deciding he's down to Nebraska and Oregon State. So um, he is kind of the big one that the the last piece actually of this puzzle that uh, we're waiting on my sources tell me that while he hasn't told either school which way he's going he's a he's a signing day decision um most of my sources are really feeling it's going to be nebraska so um probably won't go the beavers way but Damn it. you never you you never know, right? I mean, seriously, if Nebraska already has five wide receivers committed, so um, you know if something happens, they last minute decide they need to grab a, a D lineman instead, then he could fall to Oregon State. But right now, it appears that he will be going to Nebraska. Um, but other than that, it's a it's a solid class. We can you know definitely talk about maybe the whole the whole entire class in its entirety on Thursday. My, one of my favorites is Jamar Jefferson, um, a running back out of Harbor City, L.A., mm-hmm. Narbonne High School. But I'm, I'm putting together – so listeners, I, I've been asked this about 100 times a day. Oregon State is not streaming anything is what I've been told. Wait, they're so not doing no, anything? That's what I've been told, So, um, which surprises me some, but – that means just head over to Beaver Blitz. I have lots of fun stuff planned already. I have been reaching out to all the signees, and we have the – it's been something we've done for, gosh, probably 10 years. I get to know feature, just a fun Q&A with each of the signees. Two of these guys in this class are mechanical engineering majors. Nice. Yeah, so um, I don't see guys. any academic yeah. casualties with this class. Um, so, yeah, head over to Beaver Blitz and listen to 1080 The Fan tomorrow. Um, I will be up 6 a.m. our time. I have two computers ready to go and my phone, and we'll be putting out content and, and touching base, base with these players to, to let you guys know as soon as they fax off or send in their LOI. Okay, let me, let me ask you this then. Is that – you said they're not streaming anything down in Corvallis. Do you mean just like streaming – a picture or highlights of a player? Or are you talking about they're not even going to do a press conference? They're doing a press conference with Jonathan Smith at one thirty uh, tomorrow afternoon. Will they stream but, you know, that? The, I, that should be streamed. Okay. But as far I'm talking about the morning thing where Mike Parker would sit down with each of the coaches. Gotcha, and gotcha. Okay, 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 okay. And that kind of thing. So, um, you know, just make sure you're checking us out. We have you know all their film. Um, I have spoken personally to every single one of these guys, so I can, you know, be offering some fun little anecdotes along the way, and we'll probably share some of those Thursday as well. Uh, Thursday, we probably won't get to this because there's going to be so much to uh, to discuss and and kind of ponder over. But let me ask you this on this pod: Then, do you expect what's the impact for James Rogers coming in as like uh, what is it, director of player development? I know a lot of people are excited. I'm excited to have him back in Corvallis. Um, wholeheartedly being transparent here. I talked to him while he was at Nebraska. I've always kind of uh, kept in touch with him. And, you know, he had kind of always jokingly mentioned how he wanted to be back in Corvallis and coaching with the Beavers. And now that the uh, the opportunity has presented itself, what kind of impact do you maybe foresee with James Rogers, even though he's not technically a coach? Oh, he'll be huge. You know, when you get these, especially with recruiting, I transparent too. I keep in touch with James as well. I keep in touch, you know, like you do with several of the players we we've, we've you know covered throughout the years. And yeah. I, I was joking with him the other day. It was when he was at Nebraska, actually, and we were laughing about recruiting. And he said that he loves talking to recruits. So, um, you know, he's 
going to be right there. He'll be in the office talking to these guys as they come through, easily to easy to relate to. Um, and now, um, you know, he'll be back in his at his alma mater. So it just helps add to that kind of that family feel that I think Jonathan is trying to bring um, with with those former players. Yeah, uh, I had to give him some crap because it was uh, I want to say it was a year or two ago, Nebraska recruiting, and he was texting me throughout the day. There was like a name or two. Um, and it's forget it's it's slipping my mind. So you could you might you may remember Angie that was debating between Oregon State and Nebraska amongst a couple other schools, and like I think one of the kids chose Oregon State and another kid might have chosen Nebraska, and he would text me like if the kid didn't choose Oregon State, he'd be like yeah man it's okay we didn't really want him that bad, and then when the kid would choose Nebraska, he'd be like. <laughs> Stealing from those bees, baby. That's what we got to do out here in, in Lincoln. That's right. The recruits love me. <laughs> yeah, the recruits <laughs> love me. So uh, I'm interested to see what he can bring, and I know he's excited to get going in Corvallis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, it's going to be fun to see. I know Mike Doctor is another one that's trying to get back um, to Oregon State in, in, in some capacity. Yeah. You know, and uh, lots of former bees, you know, wanting to, to get back in and you know, they identify with, with Smith's vision. I always thought Mike Doctor was one of the more – cerebral smart players that they had I know sometimes you know maybe he'd miss an angle on a tackle but uh I thought when he was on the field he was one of their smarter players that would be an interesting one too to maybe bring into the fold as a GA or something he uh, so I've done this this is my 12th year doing this Mm -hmm. I have lots of guys that I've kept in contact with that I really I respect I like um I like their families but I have two favorite players of all time at Oregon State that I've dealt with Michael Doctor and James Rogers yeah Hands down, just good stories. You know, doctor had to, you know, basically take care of his family. He was the man of the house mm-hmm. and worked his way through high school. Um, he was a late addition to uh, the Oregon State. He had a gray shirt to gain his eligibility. But um, just what he did and how he worked and his work ethic and um, just an outstanding, outstanding guy. Yeah. So uh, we'll see about that. We'll kind of follow that story. So don't forget, Thursday is going to be our mega recruiting Megapod. Yes, a Megapod with Angie and myself. Because um, I think there's some, I, I'm really excited, Brandon, to, to talk about this because I know there's there's media out there that, that doesn't cover Oregon State every day like I do. Sure. And yes. So, you know, they have their views. I might be taking it a little too far the other way just because I am. I'm covering this team every single day. I'm covering these recruits. But um, this is a solid three-star class. There's not a two-star in the bunch, um, which we I don't think we've ever seen. Um, you know, it's not a sexy group. It's not a a group that's going to be like, wow, that's a star power. But um, A, smart guys, like I mentioned, everybody's qualified and will be here. And um, it it addresses needs. So I'm excited to talk to you guys on on Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be some really good stuff. And I'll tell you what, um, after we tweet this out uh, for the podcast, if you're not subscribed to iTunes, by the way, uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, I would highly recommend that. Uh, We do have SoundCloud as well. I've thought about getting on some of the other websites. Stitcher is one, um, and we'll try to expand. But for those that can, I highly recommend try to subscribe on iTunes. You'll get a notification when a new podcast pops up. That way you don't have to tweet Angie or myself or have to go to SoundCloud.com or whatever. It just instantly goes straight to the phone. So you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. I think that's the most efficient way to do it. Um, But Thursday is going to be a lot of fun. And on Wednesday, tomorrow on signing day, late in the day, probably post my show, so I'm off the air at 3 o'clock, I'll put a tweet out uh, asking if anybody has damn podcast questions or kind of just general comments that you want us to maybe address 
on the Megapod for Thursday. And here's how you get it. Because sometimes if I'm tweeting about basketball or football that's non-Oregon State related, I can tend to lose mentions and notifications. If you do the hashtag DamnPodcast, we, we'll find it. we will absolutely find them all. We'll put them at beaverblitz.com, see if anybody has any questions on there as well. And then Thursday we have a Megapod on recruiting, our opinions on the, the coaching staff as a whole, where they were as a recruiting class, where they're going come spring ball, and then we'll do the uh, questions and comments from from you guys out there using the hashtag damn podcast. So damn podcast hashtag. We'll find it and we'll uh, we'll address everything on the uh, the megapod for Thursday. You got anything else, Angie? No, it's just going to be fun. I'm I'm excited. Uh, not a lot of intrigue. You know, I know USC is seeing a lot of you know flips and different things, but sometimes being quiet is is the way to go okay so there you go beaverblitz.com is your one two destination for all things oregon state recruiting that will start tomorrow bright and early 6 a.m i know this was a very short pod probably the shortest we've ever had but i just wanted to give you guys a heads up we're still here and we'll be here 1080 the fan listen to yes to brandon 1080 the fan 1080 the fan noon to three uh for angie machado i'm brandon sprague we'll talk to you guys on thursday for the megapod don't forget hashtag damn podcast And we'll talk to you on Thursday.